Chris with Dating Doc here, and this entire podcast is dedicated to speed dating, why you should and should not do it, and some funny, funny stories from last night's event. What's going on, guys? This is an entire podcast episode dedicated to speed dating. And why am I doing this? First off, I went to speed dating last night. And on top of that, I used to host speed dating events. So it'll be an interesting episode. So what's going on in life? So uh, last episode, I went into a life lesson on my dog eating every time that I started a podcast episode and how that reminded me that sometimes we just need to relax and enjoy the journey regardless of the fact she's eating over over my podcast or making noises over my podcast so today's random life lesson was while i was cooking breakfast uh, egg and cheese tacos and in my weird meditative state of cooking scrambled eggs when you first put the yolk in the skillet uh, I, I use three eggs. Um, you can see the yolk converging, and then that's when you can start chopping it up into scrambled eggs. <laughs> it's really crazy what I was thinking of, but I was thinking of how in life, and when it comes to being out somewhere, you can often see the center of who's the, who's the life of the party. But I've, I've noticed that it's not just one person that's the life of the party. It takes about two or three people to develop. They're kind of the conduit to getting that social electricity going, if you feel what I'm saying. They're the coils. And um, when I was cooking the eggs, I'm just thinking like, well, you know, I can't really make them tacos until the, the yolk from the other eggs converge and make my scrambled eggs and it just reminded me of that because it all ties into what i'm going to talk about during this podcast about speed dating and social energy and things of that sort but yeah that was my random thought about um, cooking breakfast tacos and how it takes about two or three agents to make something happened right two or three it's like instead of chemical agents social agents to get this social reaction going and you see that with musical artists right normally it takes about two or three songs for them to hit it big to not no longer be a one-hit wonder takes two or three people on a sports team to make them a powerhouse takes about two or three people to get like i said that social energy going which reminds me, I probably need more people on my team, right? I got a couple freelancers floating around, but yeah, I probably need my, I probably need my own team scrambled eggs. <laughs> Anyways, enjoy this episode. So I went to a speed dating event last night, socially safe covid distance type of speed dating event and um it went well and in some ways it didn't go so well um and i don't mean this just particularly for for my own case because again 
in case uh, you haven't been following. I used to host these type, type of events. I've actually hosted over 500 of these kind of events. We were spread out in 12 cities. And um, so after a while, you learn what organization looks like. And not only how to like make sure the damn thing is organized, but making sure that people have a good time, which again is that attentive listening, feedback, and just being hands-on. So how do I start? How do I start? Okay, so I arrived to the place and um, didn't know where I was going. It was one of those things where I had to look around for some sort of host or some sort of like registration sign up place. Uh, So that made it a little bit hard at first. Now, as someone who's pretty self-confident, I'm not too bothered by it. But you can imagine, okay, just imagine just you being the person who might be super nervous, right? You may even have doubts about why you're even showing up. And, you know, you want to make sure that when you come in, you your nerves are a little bit lessened or relaxed by a host being able to welcome you so you can at least feel at ease and and pretty much uh, slide into the event so no host to be found no sort of um, you know no sort of like hey sit over there for now and then we'll get you we'll get you settled no so I, I grabbed the drink sat down and I'm, I'm observing um, it's really fun to people watch as people come in because again, I've been on the other side as a host. So it's, it's, it's funny seeing, um, you know, the, the serious face, which again is a lot of, um, it's a lot of, uh, you know, protecting yourself and, 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 uh, fight or flee type of, uh, expression on their face. So it's, it's interesting to watch. It's rare, very rare that you're going to have someone that just walks on in, prancing around, smiling, pointing at people, thumbs up, and just social, especially if it's the first time. They come in all kinds of nervous and just, they sit down, they look down, and you'll see them looking up and sneaking glances every now and then just to see who's part of the event, but they don't want to be seen themselves, but they want to make sure that they find someone attractive. So yeah, that's... You know, that's that's the first part of it. Finally, a host or the semblance of a host shows up, gives us a piece of paper, and uh, we fill it out. Now, it was three pages. One page was to fill out. The second page were icebreaker questions, which um, I think were a little bit, a little bit too tongue-in-cheek for the crowd. And then the third one is where you write down your matches. So, um, <laughs> I gotta say, it, it, and I paused because I'm, I'm, I'm imagining, I'm imagining how it started, it was already starting to be chaotic. They collect the papers that have your name and your, your table number and whatnot. And uh, we're about to start. No real announcement that we're about to start, just kind of like, you know, someone someone walking around and it's like, hey, just uh, what, what number are you? And I, I, we're about to start, um, but we didn't have enough guys. So if you see an open spot, just sit there. I'm like, what the heck is going on here? 
you know, there's got to be some order to this. I mean, speed dating is built on order. And now you're telling me that if I see an open spot, sit down, which now I have to fix the number that's on my sheet because it doesn't correspond with where I'm sitting, et cetera, et cetera. So um, I start the rounds and uh, this is where I'm going to pause so I can take a little, a little mental breather. So now I can get into the kind of people that I met, good, bad, and ugly when it comes to speed dating. So in continuation of my speed dating story from last night, this is where I go into sitting down, we started the event, and bam, okay, this is kind of my experience with the uh, the people that I met. So first off, the uh, first woman I met, she was an anxious wreck, okay, and I'm sure she means well, I'm sure she's a beautiful person, family, friend member, all that jazz, but uh, just super anxious, um, and I noticed some woman and again, this be this is because I'm sure some men are like this, but but because I'm the one experiencing it, right? Um, some woman, they when they get super anxious, they get super defensive, right? That's where the fight or flee thing turns up to the max. And um, her style of questions were almost like, I'll be honest, almost accusatory to make sure I was on her standard. So, for example. So what do you do for a living? You know, that type of tone instead of, hey, yeah, cool. So, uh, yeah, so what do you do for a living? How long have you lived here? No, it was, uh, so what do you do for a living? And um, do you own a house, right? And I'm like, Bleh! right? I'm like, who is this? First off, yes, I do own a house. She didn't even get into finding out that I own a business on top of having a full-time army officer career. And I'm a loving father and all that stuff, but you know, I smiled and laughed the second she started with the accusatory stuff. And I told her, hey, I know this is the first round, but just, you know, just chill. And I think she caught on to the fact that I was catching on to her style of, um, you know, just being an anxious wreck. And since, well, this is what I do for a living, right? Life coaching, day coaching, and, and have a quicker analysis of kind of why people are doing the things they do. This is not for self-aggrandizement or anything of that sort. It was just telling her, hey, just chill out. Um, so, yeah, t- tell me tell me what's a favorite cereal growing up, right? Just I-, I wanted to hit her with some left field stuff just for her to calm down and just let the inner child speak and flow. So that was table one. Table two, she, uh, again, a little bit of that nervousness, but not too bad. She, um, we had a swell conversation. It all started out with her admitting that she was a little bit of a, of a, of a geek. And I said, hey, that's cool. And, uh, you know, rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman. We, we definitely talked about a little bit of the Marvel scene and Star Wars and, and how we grew up collecting comics. And so that, that was her thing. I'm like, you know what? Cool. And my role there was more to support and enable these people. I was not on the make. I wasn't thinking, oh man, I gotta I gotta find me one or whatnot. So that's kind of how that was. But swell lady. 
Next table, I would say was uh, the most physically attractive woman, uh, at least for me. And um, I look at it on a whole nother side, again, because of what I do. A lot of men would be like, oh man, I got, I got to really impress her. I got to, me, I'm thinking, where does she fit into this? Where I'm pretty sure she understands she's attractive. How did she, how does she fall into this personality wise? That's, that's my line of thinking. I'll believe it or not. That's, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking more like, okay, got it. She looks good, but personality is what's going to endure personality is what's going to make it work for someone that's with her um her having the understanding to be a team player etc 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 so um i was more curious okay let's see how this woman is and it was a cool conversation pretty swell um won't say like you know a plus but it's not that wasn't a wasn't a fail it was okay i took interest in the fact that she worked at the zoo with primates and um, now what got me was I joked around at the end and I said, we were joking, we were talking about, do we have types? She joked around and said she likes a guy with a, with a nice backside. So I joked around and said, okay, when I get up and go to the next table, that's your opportunity for you to pretend you're scratching your shoulder. Cause I know how y'all women are. You really pretend you're playing around with something else so you can sneak a glance. I'll say, you know, you you have all rights, but you're the only one I've told so far to check out my booty and let me know what you think, right? <laughs> so again, that was just like a, it was funny. It was an icebreaker at the end, right? It doesn't make sense, right? And icebreakers open things up, but this will make sense later on. And I'm not going to go into all the details, but, you know, okay, went to the rest of the tables, uh, midway, real fun group of ladies that knew each other so they they were kind of shouting across while i'm still sitting down with them um they probably had a little bit too much to drink at the time but it made for a good scene it was, it was cool it was good to uh, socialize and you got to realize a lot of these folks just wanted to get out and socialize then i get to uh, my last table and uh, she was very very adamant um of us connecting after the event not sure what her intentions were. I had some guesses. And um, I gave her a business card. Actually, uh, to rewind a little bit, I gave him a majority of the ladies my business card. Because here's the deal. Realistically, with how dating is going nowadays, there's the initial excitement of meeting someone at an event. A couple of messages. People get busy. They lack the creativity. They lack the wit. And then it fizzles away. And whoever they met at the event, if they had it, if they were so gung-ho about making something out of that person and then it worked out, bam, there goes the connection. So yeah, I tossed around my business cards because I figured, you know what? I take pride in what I do. There's nothing evil about it. And I'm not obligating anyone to purchase anything. I'm spreading the news on what I do. So, So yeah, last lady got my business card, sent me a text on my business line the second I was done, second I was done, it was interesting. So, uh, but yeah, all in all, it was uh, speed dating's cool. That was the that was the structure. That's what happened. Uh, next video, next uh, segment, I should say. I'm gonna go into kind of my 
my my overall feedback and why you should or should not try speed dating. So why should you try speed dating or not? So let's start with the the bad news, I guess, the negative, what do you want to call it, the do not, because I, I do truly believe in the other side of it. So the first woman I met, right, the anxious wreck, for her to try to separate herself from the event. Because at the beginning, she told me, I'm here to meet someone. That's what she told me with her accusatory questions and all that. So this is where it gets better. So I'm walking out one of the, one of the uh, participants, right? And one of my friends was still in there, so I had to come back anyway. This woman, the first person that I sat down with, comes running to me. And she says, hey, were you just here to... Uh, was the only reason you were here to push your event or push your business? Was that the only reason? And I said, no, um, I was here for other reasons. Okay. I just want to know. And then she just walks back to a a little patio patio area of of the the bar. Like what is wrong with this woman? Okay. So walk, walk the participant back to the car, walk back. So I stop her because if you've watched my Instagram lives, you see me on YouTube you know that I, I am no holds barred, okay? I'm not this gentle, like, oh, okay, well, I guess I'll just marry along and turn the other cheek. No, that's just not how it worked because there's a lot of injustice in this world. And that's like a, it was a microaggression. Had nothing to do with my race, background, gender, and all that stuff. But it was microaggression. I was like, okay, I'll see, I'll see. So I confronted him. Now she's seated with two other ladies that ironically happened to be the two ladies next to her during the speed dating, right? They're all sitting down together. I'm sure my name was brought up, right? For her to have to walk all the way up and ask me that. And I, anyways, so I said, so what's the deal? What, um, you asked me, you know, if I'm here to push my, my business, I'm, I'm not obligating you to purchase anything. I mean, what, what's going on? And I, then I turned around and asked her, I was like, what are you doing here? She's like, oh, this was just a social experiment. I actually hate people, right? It's like, okay, good night to you, right? Just kind of held up my drink and then went back to the other side of the patio where my friend was at. Um, good friend of mine who, uh, he's actually the reason that I got invited to the event. So do not do speed dating if you think this is just a social experiment because you're so anxious that you don't want to admit that you failed at meeting someone or you failed at expressing yourself the right way. So then now you're expressing it in these unhealthy ways, like going up to me, asking me some boo-boo questions I don't need to hear. And then after you done told me that you're here to find someone, you turn it around because again, you failed and you tell me that this was all social experiment. And I'm going to be straight up. She was, okay, fitness-wise was not on point. Looks-wise was not on point. Dressed all jacked up. But then you're going to you're gonna come out here and, like, like pretend like we're all the experiment. Like, it's a social experiment. Meanwhile, I'm the one tossing around the business cards 
but I'm making the most out of it. And I'm really trying to make people feel comfortable. So do not come out there with this stank attitude. If you think you're better than the people around you, before you even show up, don't show up to speed dating. If you treat it like a human version of Tinder, you show up, if you're a guy, if you're a woman, whatever, and you show up and you're not the best looking dude, but you're like, oh, there ain't no, there ain't no good looking females for me. There ain't, there ain't no, no dimes that I want to talk to. Don't show up. Okay. If that's the kind of attitude you have, do not show up. You're wasting your time and you're wasting other people's time. Okay. Because you haven't dealt with some stuff and you have a perceived credit score about you that is inaccurate a, a, a dating credit score about you that is just it's not true unless you got a phd you look like channing tatum you're humble you like to communicate with people the right way you're not all that you are not all that okay or for a woman if you come out here and you can call it body shaming i don't care whatever if you have high ego and high cholesterol level, we'll just leave it at that because, you know, people are going to be all crying and stuff. If you got high ego, high cholesterol, and you come out here because you haven't found no cute guys and no good looking men, man, you better work on yourself first. So bottom line, don't come in here with this obnoxious attitude. This, uh, you know, well, I just didn't have anything else to do. Come in there with the right attitude. Because guess what? A lot of people are literally risking themselves by being out there. The event was, you know, socially distanced and all that stuff. But people going out there and taking a risk. And some of them just want to socialize. They want to get out there and socialize and get away from the mess. And just staying at the house, looking at all the news, talking about COVID and you can't go out and whatever. They went out of their way to go meet someone. So don't be the doo-doo vibe. Do not be part of the doo-doo vibe. Okay, what does that mean? That's someone that stinks up the place, that that lowers the energy, that pulls the energy from the room and not in a good way. All right. Next section is why you should come out to speed dating men. Check it out. All right. So like I said, I'm going to finish up with the good news, right? The positive reasons why you should come out to speed dating. Again, I've hosted these before. I have met some great, great loving people. And I mean loving. It don't matter if they meet someone, if they don't. They're out there to just chill and have a good time. It does not matter if an introvert and an extrovert. They understand going beyond the surface purposes. A lot of these surface purposes is the... Well, I got to meet someone good and maybe I want to hook up tonight. And if no one meets that, then I'm too good for this event. No, these are people that go beyond that. They love conversation. They understand that someone put their best foot forward to come out to the event. And um, especially in these times, COVID times, where it's like we are socially malnutrition nowadays. So you get people that come out here and they add good energy to an event. You can't argue with that. You you really can't argue with someone that brings good energy. And, and like I said, it can be an introvert. It can sh- be a shy person. And it's something about the energy they project, which I can go into that in another podcast, where they can just, they can just chill, 
make other people feel at ease and you already have things you can point about point out about them in a positive way there was one guy had these these really cool watermelon socks and he was a cool guy he wasn't he wasn't peacocking too loudly which if you don't know what peacocking is that means when you're you're trying to really be show off you with what you're wearing he wasn't about that he was just cool chill guy had a good style to him the two ladies that I mentioned that uh, we're sitting next to each other and screaming across and whatnot. They were great. They were positive. And, um, you know, you can tell there's a little bit of that tinge of nervousness when they first started the event. But towards the end, I mean, they were really asking people about their lives and what do you do and things of that sort. And it wasn't in an intrusive way. It wasn't a accusatory get on my level kind of way. It was just chill and loving and that kind of energy you can't argue with okay so that is the reason to go to speed dating because here's the thing what's different about speed dating compared to going out to a bar or whatnot is that while the the fun part about about a bar restaurant or you know live concert whatever is that in that chaos magic can happen right you can bump into someone that you're attracted to and you start talking to but nowadays with people staring at their phones there's less there's less percentage less likely less probability that that'll happen because everyone's staring at their phones the good thing about speed dating is that it bring it, it builds a little bit of that structure for people to engage it it, it funnels that interaction right so you have to interact with someone and and that's not a bad thing it's not a bad thing at all because um you know more likely the same people that that you know like old old girl that i mentioned in this last section she may not even talk to anyone at a bar restaurant for whatever reason but maybe she was able to learn a little bit about herself even though i may be even presumptuous with assuming about her personality maybe she's the type that after two hours she finally she finally chills out and is not so accusatory and and to be honest semi-gossipy because if you're gonna run up and anyways so my point being is that speed dating is cool because it forces that that interaction now a lot of onlookers they will they will laugh they'll kind of poke fun at the crowd the participants if you're showing if you want to show up to speed dating event don't worry about them these most of the time these are nervous and curious curious laughs okay these are not laughs of like just completely just trying to put you down and, and whatever they know it's great people watching okay speed dating it's a fact it's great people watching you can observe people you can see how they act you can look at um facial expressions from a distance okay so yeah onlookers that are not participating they're really interested in the event okay they don't have the courage that's why some of them laugh because they do want to do it so their only excuse is to feel like they're above the event but dude speed dating it's cool it's fun and at a minimum which i've done in the past it's a great way for some of my clients to practice their social and communication skills And that's the biggest thing that I want you to take away from all of this. Speed dating is a great way for you to practice on your social and communication skills with a variety of personality sets. Especially when you rotate out every five minutes or so, you get to meet someone else 
you get to gauge your energy and you get a you get to work on your communication. It, it, you stretch out your communication. Okay, so my verdict is yes, continue to support these kind of events. I'm biased because I used to do them, but I did them for a reason. So um, yes, an entire podcast on speed dating. Who who would have thought, right? But hopefully you found some benefit from it and uh, stay tuned. We got so much more out here on the Dating Doc Podcast. Thank you for listening.